going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode eight of the Going the Distance podcast, presented by ImmaculateSports.com. Yes, sir. Twitter's at Immac Sports. Instagram at Immac Sports. YouTube Immaculate Sports. It's Super Tuesday. Yeah. We're ready. All the boys are here. Make Take sure it to the opener, Kyle. Let's go. go. Wait, wait. What? What do you have to say? Said, so, uh, make sure you vote, but I guess it's a little too late. Make yeah, sure you voted. Unless you're in Hawaii, you might be able to vote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All righty. So, leading off, we're going to talk about our opener, favorite thing that we saw from the weekend or the past week. And uh, favorite thing I saw was Devonta Smith's performance against Mississippi State on Saturday. He had 11 receptions for 203 yards and four touchdowns. He's been a guy that's kind of been behind the radar. Uh, or under the radar, I'd say, for a couple years with Jalen Waddle and Ruggs and Judy and all those guys there, and seeing him perform is really great to see. Definitely yep. a first-round guy. Definitely. going to be a pretty high pick, but the best thing I saw from the weekend was Michigan State winning at number 13 Michigan. Nice pick, Alex. Let's go. Really, you almost had it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rocky Lombardi, the Spartan quarterback, at 300 yards and three touchdowns. Harbaugh's now... What is it? One and six against Michigan State and OSU. MSU at home. Oh, that makes a really big difference. All right. What a world we well, live in. Anyways, this is interesting to me because Harbaugh is now a possible Jets head coach candidate for next year. Get Harbaugh out of here. What? Okay. Thing. The best thing I saw over the weekend was another Big Ten game. A play in the Big Ten game was the failed lateral play by Indiana. And Rutgers, best team in the Big Ten. What? What? <laughs> you know that's not true. There's a team in Columbus. Skyler has your yeah. opinion Justin on that. Fields. Yeah, there's Something a team in Columbus. That. That Columbus, Michigan hasn't beat in ten years. We don't need to beat them. Okay. You don't need to beat them. Not yet. You need to beat them. We'll, be, we'll beat them eventually. Just not this year. All right, 2026. We'll but yeah, it was one of the most craziest plays I've seen, if completed, but it was not completed because <laughs> a legal forward pass. But yeah. Nah, that's probably, <laughs> that was probably one of the best things I saw all weekend. If it counted. If it counted, yeah. But it didn't. Yeah, so I guess it wasn't the favorite thing I saw over the weekend. The best attempt at a thing. Yeah. yeah. This oh, there we go. All right, so we'll move on to uh, where's your head at? Where is your head at? Go. It's right here. All right. And right here. Whoa. Pause. But we won't talk about it. Uh, so uh, we saw many great games over the weekend. Uh, one of them... Being an AFC North matchup between the Steelers and the Ravens. Steelers ended up winning that game, uh, improving to 7-0. And, and, yeah, it's just crazy to think that they're 7-0 right now. What's yep. the schedule they've played so far? Last it is. Undefeated team. You know, the defense has been great, and the offense hasn't really had to do much, which is a little concern to me because Roethlisberger usually has a couple games every year where he just completely blows it up with four picks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is we haven't seen it yet. It's looking like a division lock, even though they do have two games against Cincy, another game against Baltimore, and in Buffalo. But they should be all right, at least for the regular season. Yeah. Yeah, this should be totally fine. Pittsburgh got outgained by 200 yards. Lamar was doing pretty good. But he did fumble the ball twice. He threw a couple turnovers. Picks, I think. And P- two picks. Two picks, yeah, two picks. Two picks. One, pick One being six. a pick six. Bob yeah. Spillane. Bob Spillane. Did he get a card, man? Oh, yeah, you got an 80. Nice. Yeah, Lamar was not sharp, but as Skyler said, the division does look like a lock. They got some uh, crucial divisional games coming up, 
but Pittsburgh is just fine right now. Big Ben did enough to win. Like Skylar said, he has not had one of those big one of those games where he just blows up and those four to three picks. I believe he did have a game a couple weeks ago where he threw three picks. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh. Against Tennessee, he threw three but usually, picks. Yeah. But usually, one of them was yeah. at the end of the half. And then, uh, I mean, like a really, really bad game where you just get blown the game by himself, kind of game. And then just there's always a couple of those. Yeah, that's right now. They're seven zero. They face Dallas this week, and they're gonna continue their undefeated streak. I would hope so. I would hope. Yeah, if they are not in, no, it's gonna be a definite talking point next week. Yeah, yeah. One of the big talking points of this week also was uh, Dalvin Cook's performance against the Green Bay Packers in Green Bay. Big upset for Minnesota. Are the Packers dead? <laughs> no, they're not dead. Uh, Dalvin Cook played completely out of his mind, though, against this defense. They have no linebackers. I mean, obviously, losing Blake Martinez is tough. Yeah, still, very you, tough. you got to fill the holes if you want to be a contender. Um, obviously, like we said earlier, division games are not a lock, and they were without Aaron Jones. But the interesting story now is that Jamal Williams... That's and AJ name, Dillon. Right? And AJ yeah, Dillon. Yeah, well, Jamal Williams had COVID. Gave it to the entire running. No, it's the other way around. I think AJ Dillon. AJ Dillon was. AJ Dillon had COVID. They haven't, and, and they, they haven't been uh, proven that they have it. Or like Jamal it's, Williams and the other guys. It's just uh, that uh-huh. they were close close contact. contact. Like, okay. I believe AJ Dillon is the only one confirmed to have been tested positive. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. So they're starting Dexter Williams. Well, hold, hold well, on. AJ, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is still questionable, and he wasn't with them at the time, so I don't think he's going to have to quarantine. They have Tyler Irvin. Irvin, yeah. yeah and he's practically a wide receiver, though. Yes, and Dexter Williams, who Dexter, his only snaps pick. were in college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was great at Notre Dame, but. Notre Dame made the NFL. Yeah. 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 My big headline from that day was three words. Let Dalvin Cook, first running back. That was back, clever. <laughs> first running back since. Was like, what? <laughs> first running back since Ahmad Rashad to get four touchdowns on the first four possessions. Do you know about that, Skyler? I didn't. I don't even know who that is. Ahmad Rashad was a. Uh, 1979 or something like that. Yeah, he. I Long didn't. There were some headlines on Twitter. Is like, you mean Ahmad Bradshaw? Ahmad Rashad. Ahmad Bradshaw, the Giants running back? No. Ahmad Rashad. I have no idea who that is. He was a Vikings running back. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Taken sorry. You're good. fourth yeah. in the 1972 draft. He, he's like, he's he's very famous. Yeah. I think well, it was the last time that. Was that's that's, that's the last No, he's not. He's, last, he's uh, more known for his. Vikings. Uh, he's a wide receiver, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, good. Good for him. I'm pretty sure he's more, he's more known for his after sports career. Because there was stuff on Twitter, it's like Donovan Mitchell and Jordan Clarkson, like, who the heck's Ahmad Rashad? Yeah, oh, like he's a reporter Bulls. now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Packers not dead, but yeah. concerned. Yeah. yeah. yeah it, Very I concerning. Think, uh, though, for that that team in Green Bay, it was rough over the trade deadline, too. We'll talk about mm-hmm. the trade, de- trade deadline a bit later, but they had the opportunity to go get a good playmaker in Will Fuller. We've seen Will Fuller's great, uh, deep, big play guy. Uh, for the Texans in the past few years, and adding that to that offense would have been something. Would have been a game changer. Just uh, you know, it's concerning if they think their roster right now could contend for a Super Bowl. Because looking on on paper, obviously they don't. And if that's what they're thinking upstairs, there's going to be a problem. Yeah, I guess Matt Lafleur wanted to get him, but uh, uh, that's how it starts. General manager didn't want to give up a second round yeah, pick. Yeah, and then Lafleur forces him out, and then they start this whole cycle. And that'll yeah. be interesting. 
then they start Jordan Love. <laughs> they were quite a ways away from that. They trade Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's back going going back to the AFC North in that Steelers Ravens game. There was a huge injury in that game with Ronnie Stanley breaking his ankle. I think it was. His well, he's out for the like, year. Yeah, he's, he's out for a year. year. Signed a huge extension on Friday. I think he became no, he didn't become the highest paid tackle. I don't think, but he he's up there. And then uh, two days later, out for the year, gone. Mm. Obviously, the Ravens running attack is their main part of their offense. They can't really throw the ball too well. And uh, yeah, it's definitely something scary for that Ravens team. Yeah, that is a huge blow. Possibly the biggest out of all the injuries all year because he's arguably the best tackle in the AFC and. When you have a team like the Ravens that runs the ball 65% of the time, not having that is, oh, I, I have, I can't find any words to describe this. Uh, they have DJ Fluker, who's going to play right tackle, and they're going to uh, move Orlando over to the left side. But good. Brown's good. You know, DJ Fluker's no scrub, but he's not an all pro. Yeah. And yeah. That, that's alarming, especially with Lamar Jackson having, struggling, passing the ball this year. It's it's tough. That's going to hurt some Super Bowl chances yeah. right there. Yeah, it's such a huge loss for Baltimore. He just signed a mega deal. I, I'm on pretty, Friday. On Friday, yeah, right before the game on Sunday. Uh, the curse of the penny. Yeah. <laughs> Gets hurt, and now he's out for the season. Like Skyler said, it's, they're, that hurts their chances a lot because like, um, sorry, they run the ball a lot, a lot, a lot, and they run the ball pretty well this week without him, but they need him along in the future because well, he's not going to be there in the future yeah not going to be so yeah. pittsburgh's division take over now it ruins their super bowl chances in my opinion it's just even though they ran for 265 yards against the top defense in the league it's you don't need to win those games at that point you can't yeah close loss is just as good as a blowout loss unless you're the jets we'll take either so moving on to a game in Miami that we saw. We saw Tua Tungviola take the field for his second time, but start for the first time, and play against uh, Los Angeles Rams in their fierce defensive line. Tua didn't do, didn't have to do much. Nope. 93 passing yards and a touchdown, but he did get the win. How about that? I was yeah. good to see. Miami defense is very good. Very mm-hmm. good. Well, also, Jared Goff. Jared Goff did not play good. He, he looks pretty he bad this terrible. year. He does. But like you said, Tua doesn't have to do much right now. But no turnovers and being great on third down. No, he did He did have a turnover. Really? Start of the game. Yeah, he fumbled. Yeah. First he fumbled. fumbled. He got rocked oh. on his first step. First step of the game. I wasn't watching that. First drop back. He got. Yeah. So my bad, everybody. One turnover. No interceptions, though. No interceptions. No, no interceptions. And that's going to be his job this year. He's not a fantasy pickup. People don't understand this because. I know, I'm sorry, Alex, Alex who has picked him up. But Alex picked him up Relax. two weeks ago. Relax. It's, this is so much the different than, than the Justin Herbert situation. All he's being asked to do is hold on to the ball and be great on third down. He's not having to save the day Yeah, but like, like Herbert did. They might have to get in a situation this week where he might need to throw the ball a lot. Yeah, and that's where his inner Mark Sanchez goes. Well, that's where you also have the good defense, too, yeah. and your that's defense true. holds guys. Also, the run game took a hit, I believe, Gaskin. Exactly. Gaskin, Gaskin's out three yeah. weeks. Gaskin is out three weeks. They did, did they, make make a, a made quick signing. No, it was a trade. I mean, Matt Breda, though. It was a trade, but uh, yeah. the they'll spread around the ball a little bit. Yeah. To we'll yeah. get back to Breda that at the trade deadline breakdown. Yeah. Yep. Their defense was stellar this weekend. Van Ginkle forced a fumble, seventy-yard touchdown. He didn't force it. He just picked it up. Oh, he picked it up. 
Uh, okay. Uh, still counts. Yeah, yeah, basically counts. <laughs> Jakeem Grant, special teams. Their defense special teams showed up. Their defense is, I think it's the highest scoring defense in fantasy-wise this year. I believe Baltimore is. Yeah, Baltimore's up there. Baltimore, yeah. Yeah, Baltimore Miami. It's one of them. Well, Miami hasn't had their, oh yeah, they had their bye. Yeah. And they shut out Joe Flacco. Don't forget whoa, about that. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, this defense is legit. They're, they love playing for Brian Flores over there, and they're far ahead of the, the New York Jets over here, right, Skyler? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, they, uh, they were set up quite well from their defense. They got a defensive touchdown from Van Ginkle. They also had a play where Van Noy was downed at the one on after a fumble. They had a couple picks, and uh, Jakeem Grant with his... Punt return touchdown, as Alex said. Yeah. Something, something's brewing over there in Miami, though. It's good to see. So moving to uh, a game that involved a couple other AFC East teams. There was a game down in Buffalo, or up in Buffalo, I'd say. That Pretty was, high up there. Yeah, it's closer than what we all expected, I think. I think we all thought the Patriots were going to get blown out of the water, and the Buffalo Bills were finally going to have their chance to say, this is our division. They ended up... Yeah. Di- they ended up doing that late in the game, but they only won by three. But uh, it's got to feel good for Buffalo fans being the big, bad New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. I think it was a nine-game losing streak they had against New England. And Cam fumbles to end the game, yeah. obviously. I think they were in field goal range, too. They were. Oh, they were. Fumble. <sighs> Down by three in the – were they in the red zone at the yeah, time? Yeah, they were in the red zone. Yeah. You know, Cam Newton has not played good this year at all. But after COVID, he did decent before COVID. But once well, he got sure. COVID, yeah, yeah. Now he's but, awful. I mean, against COVID Seattle, him, man. Against Seattle, that was a good game. But the biggest headline here is Josh Allen. He can't put away teams right now. It's it's really alarming. Yeah, he's yeah. early season MVP candidate, and clearly falling off now. Mm-hmm. Only eleven for 18. 18 pass attempts is actually really low for him. Yeah. One hundred and fifty four yards, no touchdowns, and a pick. New England's defense is good, but no Gilly Gilly Lock. I don't think he played that game. He did not. Yeah. No. They had a whole bunch of opt-outs, obviously. Yeah. And, yeah, that defense is not what it was in years past, even though it still has the McCourty Twins, Jonathan Jones, J.C. Jackson, all those guys, but mm-hmm. it's Chase not the Winovich. same. Yeah. Michigan product. Josh Uche. Another Michigan Not guy. the same as what it was in years past. Yeah. Buffalo finally. Congrats to Buffalo, though. They finally beat New England. Finally. After no Brady, uh, after Brady torched them for many years, Brady would years. they torched the division for twenty years. Yeah, Brady would just go into that place and I just can confirm. Yeah, yeah. Brady would just go into Buffalo and just torch him, and he wouldn't have a problem with them at all. But their rushing attack, like Kyle said, eight, Josh Allen only had eighteen pass attempts because their running game was pretty stellar. Zach Moss had a career day. Yeah, Zach Moss had a career day. Two Zach's t- gonna- Zach Moss is going to be pretty solid. Yeah. I hope so. You know, I liked him at Utah. That's another guy. You know, we're on the West Coast. We watch Mountain West football, Pac-12 football at night. No, you a lot of people do. don't. <laughs> you watch Mountain West. You watch Mountain, Mountain West. You watch Mountain West. We watch Pac-12. You go the extra, the extra <laughs> right. mile. All right. <laughs> but yeah, I, I've always liked this guy. Yeah. Singletary showed up pretty well, too. Uh, Stephon Diggs played pretty well, too. They just, all around, it was a pretty good game for Buffalo. But Josh Allen... Does bring some alarming news tendencies. I believe it was raining too, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, which probably it was raining. Sure. Sure. It was Buffalo in October, to less thrown. Yeah. <laughs> it was windy. Yeah. Or just November. It was November first. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, it was windy all over the the NFL schedule yeah. on Sunday, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy to see with all the effects of it. Yeah. 
But going out to a game where there wasn't wind, I don't think. It was a nice day in Seattle. And uh, Jimmy G got hurt again. George Kittle broke his foot. Uh, the Niners have a crap ton of injuries. It's every single position, offense and defense. It's just, it's not a good time for them. What $80 is it? million dollars on the IR. Yeah. What do the Niners do now? All right. Uh, Brett, I know you're a Niners fan, so I'll propose my plan to you right now. I want to hear yours after, too. All right. Hit me. The Niners finish the season with Mullins. They play him out. Even if Jimmy can come back week 16 or whatever, you finish it well, with might be Mullins able to, come back to see what you have. Week 11, though. They're, they're considering surgery. Yeah, they are. Because supposedly it's been bothering, bothering him since week two. Mm-hmm. It might be like a Gilmore Edelman type yeah. move. But, uh, you know, right now I think Jimmy G is better than Mullins. But Should we'll see be. here. You know, there was a lot of Should garbage be. time yardage in that Seattle game. I do think he's a good quarterback, but we're gonna have to see him finish out the year. They go seven and nine. Hopefully, if they don't go seven and nine, then man, you gotta you gotta change something. But if they do, what I think they'll do is draft Zach Wilson in the first round, quarterback from BYU. Have him sit behind whoever Jimmy or Mullins or both. Go from there. Yeah. You know, obviously they've taken a, a bit of a cap hit. If you can save your money. Instead of, you know, trading for Kirk Cousins or something like that. I think that would be better in the long run. Well, they're going to have to have Jimmy for a year at least. Yeah, most they have to have him for another year. Jimmy will most likely be on the roster at least one more year just for salary reasons. I believe we save a lot more money if we cut him next year rather than this year. But exactly, yeah. as far as the Jimmy or Nick Mullins situation, I'm not convinced Jimmy is better than Nick mm-hmm. Mullins. Um, He's been saying this. Yeah, I, I've been a big Nick Mullins fan and... Also, Jimmy Garoppolo, his mechanics for an NFL quarterback are horrible. He's unable to get off that back foot and really drive where, you know, you see Mullins come in and you see just more velocity. Even though Mullins mm-hmm. is known for having a horrible arm. Yeah. Uh, you see Mullins come in and you see Shan open up the offense, you know, take more shots yeah. down the field. Which is weird to see. When Jimmy's in, the ball barely is thrown past the line of scrimmage. Yeah, he's got a job. He, Jimmy G's finessing the Niners right now. I see a lot of Darnold. <laughs> comparisons with them right now yeah but i mean as far as you know drafting a quarterback in this year's draft um i don't know if it's a guarantee but i definitely believe it will be something that will be looked into mm-hmm. by kyle shanahan john lynch and the niners um whether it is you know the byu quarterback smith or you know trading up wilson. or you know or wilson sorry my bad yeah, yeah. or you know yeah. maybe waiting to take someone in the second round i believe oh, there knows? will be a quarterback picked colin kaepernick <laughs> I can add alex it. smith I do not see either of those guys coming back to the Bay. Um, Bring back Montana. I believe if we Mac Jones. go for a quarterback, it would be through the draft. Trey yeah. Lance. Sure. And I think it's time for us to go straight into halftime. Yeah. Halftime. Let's go. Welcome to halftime, everybody. To start it off, we do a quick NCAA football week nine recap. Woo! And I mean quick. <laughs> Don't have a lot of time. First of all, number one Clemson had a comeback win against Boston College. DJ. Trevor Lawrence out with COVID. DJ Ugalele got the job done. The defense, pretty bad in the first half. Ugalele got the job done with the comeback, though. Yeah. It's all good. Georgia, number five against Kentucky. 14 to 3. Held to 14 points. Setson Bailey, not a great day. 
Nope. It's going to be pretty alarming. I don't know if they can get the job done against Florida. Tough. I'll be tough. Oklahoma with the comeback win, not for score, but for uh, you know the Oklahoma legacy. All right, Spencer Rattler had a great game. They won sixty-two to twenty-eight against Texas Tech. Tech had their backup quarterback, but still, Rattler was dealing. Oh, and that's win. good to see. That's good to see. Cincinnati, number seven yeah. in the nation. Skeller's not a believer in this team. They blew the water, smoke out of the water. They blew out Memphis, forty-nine to ten. I'm still not sold. Okay, Memphis okay. had their second-round running back out. Maybe that's what they needed. Yeah, man, running back that much. 39 points. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe it's the defense. You're right. And, of course, we talked about this a little earlier. Michigan State gets the upset at Michigan. 27-24. Great to see. Yeah. Number 16, Kansas State goes down 37-10 to against West Virginia. Pretty Tough big loss for them. Pretty they're, big upset there. They're done. Yeah, I'd say Kansas State's done, especially in the Big 12. Yeah. They usually don't have a playoff team anyways, but that's going to kick them out. For sure. Coastal Carolina blows out Georgia State 51-0. I love this team. I love Coastal Carolina. They always have a great baseball team. Other football teams getting it done in the Sun Belt. cool colors. Yeah. They do. (laughs) Pretty coastal. Um, Thank Carolina. Moving down the list, Indiana beat Rutgers. You know, not a great matchup, but Indiana's going to move up. Are they top 10 right now? Indiana? Alex. Uh, I I will check right now. They're 13, I'm pretty sure. They are... 13. 13. Yeah. 13's a good number. Good for them. Well, Texas gets the upset in overtime against number six, Oklahoma State. Like I said, the Big 12 is unpredictable. Sam Ellinger, big comeback game. Yeah, they moved to 22, by the way, for Texas. 22. Back in the rankings. And the Wisconsin game canceled, of course. Their entire quarterback room has COVID. (laughs) Ohio State, Penn State has another game Uh. on there. Ohio State took them out. Oh, Ohio true. State is really good. Yeah. Ohio State is, Fields is really legit, good. Dude. Fields you know who's better, is... though? Tequila. Jihad Dotson. Nah. What? <laughs> you see that one-headed catch? That was ridiculous. That was the best catch I've seen this year. Oh. Yep. Wait, pause. Yeah. Is we didn't... We're not talking about Javon Wims at all. Nah, we'll mention him after. Or, during the Bears game. We're not talking about the Bears. We'll just wrap it up with Javon. I'll, I'll put Wims. Yeah. yeah. I got it. Oh, we got it. Take it. Wims. All right. There we go. Okay. Three, two, one, go. All right. Now we're going to take a little slower pace now, talking about the trade deadline breakdown. It was not a slow pace trade deadline, that's for sure. It was. Not a lot of huge moves, but I'll tell you things that did happen and how they can impact. So... Today, the Dolphins traded for running back DeAndre Washington, Kansas City. I think they swapped seventh, maybe. But it was uh, Washington and a seventh for a sixth. Okay. Oh, DeAndre Washington. Well, yeah. we know Gaston's going to be out a couple weeks. Obviously, this doesn't look like a huge move on paper, but having an extra third down back when uh, they're free agent signing Jordan. He played a uh, week uh, 15, 16, 17 for the Raiders as their show oh, running yeah. back last week. Oh, yeah, he did. Year. What are your notes about him? He's, he's not he's bad. Not he's not bad. A shifty running back. Oh, yeah. he's, he's better than Jordan, though. So the Dolphins could use some depth. He's better than Brita, though. Probably uh, not. He's better than Bowden. Let's change of pace back for uh, for Brita. Brita is fast, man. The okay. Patriots trade another Dolphins player, Isaiah Ford. 
from Vatek. Obviously, again, it doesn't look like the flashiest trade, but when you're throwing to Gunner Ozalowski, what's his name? <laughs> Come on, the Pats will take anything they can get. This guy's fast. He can do special teams. Jacoby, Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers. Right? Hey, Jacoby Myers has been banged up too, though. Zuber. Zuba. Zuba. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Tennessee. <laughs> Probably the biggest trade of the deadline. Tennessee gets defensive back all pro Desmond King from the Chargers. Obviously, Adore Jackson's going to be out probably the entire year. Um, so this is a big move for them. They're yeah. obviously going for the for the big one this year. They're, They're going cutting for the Super Bowl. Uh, Vic Beasley. They are Never and Jonathan it. Joseph. Yeah, yeah, they mm-hmm. cut him today. Let's see another move. <laughs> New Orleans gets Quan Alexander for pick and Kiko Alonso to the Niners. Obvious. I'll let Brett. You know, explain this one. I have a similar situation as a Jets fan with Avery Williamson, but let's hear from the Niner fan. I mean, it's for from the Niners perspective, it's pretty simply it's it's a cap dump. You know, we're saving, I believe, somewhere around six million dollars mm-hmm. by making this move. You know, we're bringing in another at least decent, capable linebacker to fill in the spot left by Quan, uh, who hasn't really been able to stay healthy for us, and we're acquiring draft assets to hopefully. Make a splash in the offseason of some sort to get us back in contention with all of our injuries. And the the play of Dre Greenlaw and Dre Greenlaw is a beast, and Fred Warner is the best linebacker in the NFL. They, oh, Luke Keekley gone. I, he's, he's right. He's right around there. All right, another linebacker traded near the deadline. Pittsburgh gets Avery Williamson from the Jets. What a time to be alive for Avery Williamson. I know. Man. You know, there's oh, a lot of seven and oh. There's a lot of question about Joe Douglas, but at least he's. Trading the guys that are cap dump guys to contenders. You can respect yeah. that. And Avery Williamson, I love him. I have a signed football from him. But he's torn his ACL twice. Can't stay on the field. And he's making about $10 million. We're going to let him walk anyways. I think getting whatever you can for a guy like this is fine with me. I think it's a very similar situation to, mm-hmm. to Quan, like you were saying. Yeah. And the last move today, San Francisco waved Dante Pettis. They couldn't get a trade done in time. <laughs> He's horrible. Bust. Yeah. Second I'm, round pick out of Washington. I'm a little surprised that Jess didn't give him a seventh for him. I think we'll find him now. I mean, I mean, Pettis, Pettis came on the field for the first time in, I think, four weeks. And he's he been fumbled, a healthy right? He fumbled. And he fumbled on the kick oh, return. And he did fumble. And came off with an injury. I so watched that. That was his contribution to the team this year. He did not record a reception this year. Man. Well, not the, uh, the craziest trade deadline we've had in the past couple years, but you see the teams that want to contend. Did what they could. Yeah, it was yeah. waking up on a Monday morning though, seeing the trades. Uh, Quan and Desmond King went back to back, like mm-hmm. right out legit minute yeah. after minute, and it's like, oh, this is gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it was Adam Schefter was on Pat McAfee's show, and he's saying like, yeah. oh yeah, this is gonna be a heated deadline. I expect <laughs> a lot more things to come, and yeah, that's about it. I feel like COVID <laughs> does affect this a lot. You know, teams are like. Do you know where this guy's been hanging out? Like, uh, no. Well, you we also don't him get home. him that week. You don't practice. You don't get him that week. You get him the next oh, week because they have to test negative for six right. days in a row. You know, I was surprised the Jets didn't dump a lot of cap from the defense. Well, even more. Because it kind of feels like they're trying to make Greg Williams a scapegoat in New York. Fire him so they don't have to fire Gase. No, so Gase is getting fired. There's no you way know, you go 0-16 and don't get fired. I think the fans will, well, burn, down, the I think the fans will burn down the stadium well, before Gay stays another year. Well, he Jackson went 0-16. He didn't get fired. You know, the thing he's about Adam Gase is yeah. he's made so many mistakes. I'm starting to think they're going to keep him around because they would have fired him a long time ago. 
It mm-hmm. just there's no other reason to still have him other than trying to go on sixteen. Yeah, yeah, he's good at losing. I Keep guess so. for the draft, for the draft pick. <laughs> All right, uh, Wait, moving also, on. To- also, there was one big trade that did not happen. It was Will Fuller to the Packers. Yeah, that's what I was talking about earlier. Yeah, mm-hmm. that could have happened. They couldn't find the right value in Will Fuller. That would have been a huge trade to give Aaron Rodgers another asset, but it didn't go through, and Houston still has Will Fuller. I'm surprised Houston didn't move at least one of their receivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a slow market. Man, you know, they might be waiting for the new GM, see what he wants to do with them. Yeah. That's the only thing I could think of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give them uh, all, all the pieces that they could have mm-hmm. for the new GM. I think that's. You know, a what nice if they thing bring in a guy that wants Brandon Cooks or Will Fuller? Well, Brandon Cooks probably isn't going to get traded. Same thing for Randall Cobb because they were just signed a year ago. But Will Fuller, he's gone after this hey, year. Hey, but anyway. the guys who did sign him, or the guy, I guess, who signed him is gone. Yeah, they have no like, emotional ties to these players anymore. Well, you should have emotional ties to the players in the first place. Yeah. It's a business, Skyler. That's true. <laughs> but all right. Uh, there's a lot of jumbled together teams here. A lot of 5-2 and two teams in the NFC. So we're going to give you our top 10 power rankings. For me, I got Kansas City, Pittsburgh, Seattle, Green Bay, Baltimore, New Orleans, Tennessee, Buffalo, Indianapolis and Tampa Bay. Buffalo. Wow. Tampa is Tampa's pretty low. Tampa, Tampa pretty Bay low. is playing very bad. I I mean, I couldn't move them up for almost losing to the Giants. They Hey, Skyler. It's a win is a win. It's a win, bro. Doesn't matter if you win by 50. It was an ugly win. They're not playing good football though. I all you they're missing my top five. In the regular season, all you got to do is do in the postseason, all you got to do is do enough win yeah brady did that in new england skyler we also blew the water some teams too yeah he destroyed a lot a lot of teams over tenure there my top 10 goes at number 10 i got arizona number nine i got tennessee number eight i got buffalo number seven i got green bay number six i got baltimore number five new orleans number four tampa bay number three seattle two pittsburgh and the kansas city chiefs Stay at number one. I think mm-hmm. they will do that for the rest of the year, this year. Yep. My top ten, I got ten Arizona, nine Green Bay, Ooh. eight Tennessee, seven Las Vegas, six New Orleans, five New Orleans. Yeah. Five Baltimore, four Tampa Bay, three Seattle, two Pittsburgh, one Kansas City. Alright, so we're all on the up. same page. Brett, who's your number one? Uh it's gotta be Kansas City. Yeah. I mean, exactly. I, they're the best team in the league. I know they have one loss, but uh, the Raiders had a very good game plan going in when they took them down. Uh, I don't see them losing to the Raiders again, and I I just don't see a team that's better than them. I think we're all on the same page here. I thought you were going to make Brad do a top 10 like, <laughs> right now. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I, don't top my head. Oh, I wouldn't do that to him. Come Jeez. on. I would have Tampa Bay probably in my top five, though. Yeah, Tampa, all right. Tampa I guess good. I'm the anomaly then. I just don't believe. I think New Orleans will be better, though, once uh, Michael Thomas and Manuel Sanders Oh, yeah, we'll see uh, when we talk about a couple of our picks. We got a big game, Tampa Bay, New Orleans. AB's coming. He's back. He's coming for his one catch again. Godwin Godwin will be back. 15 snaps a game. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows how long he's going to be healthy, though. He's hit or miss on these things. Of course, I drafted him in fantasy. (laughs) But anyway. When he plays, though. He's He's good. good. Oh, good. I'd oh argue gosh. he's probably better than Mike Evans. Oh, that's yeah. Fair. Then AB's probably better all three of them. 
Yeah, he hasn't played in a year. We he hasn't played in a year, but no idea what to expect. He is one of the best receivers of all time. You know, time. I do think he has been working out with Brady, though. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, of course he has. I mean, he was working out with Wilson. He was working out with Wilson. He was working out with Lamar. It's all of them. Wow. Are you sure Lamar can hit him? Lamar can't. Yeah, that's why they got Des Bryant. Bigger target. Oh, yeah. There you go. Big guy. But anyways, guys, we're going to see some new faces starting at quarterback this week. Week nine. Man, some pretty bad games, but <laughs> a couple guys we've already seen before this year. Flacco and Mullins are most likely going to be starting this week. Um, for Dallas, they announced Ben DiNucci will not be starting next week. It's going to be Cooper Rush or Garrett Gilbert. I made my take on Twitter today. I think it should be Cooper Rush. He's worked with Kellen Moore the past couple of years. I like him. Yeah, Obviously, I got no likes. And me, and I replied. I said hey, I, got, I got two or three likes. And me and Kyle, yeah, me and Kyle disagree with you. I think all three of them sucks. So I don't think it matters. Hey, it's okay. That's America's team, Brett. Let's go. Checking the analytics. Go get Kaepernick. America's team's awful. Skyler did get two likes. <laughs> Let's go. Um, All right. Two people that have four letters and ten numbers. Hey, in that, their that doesn't matter. They just they don't hey. understand. They don't have. They, they understand. Have, did you make burner hey, accounts I'm, to like your tweets? <laughs> Look at these no. accounts. Look at these accounts. Bmo zero three seven two six four zero nine. He's following two people join March 2020. I mean, Skyler is known to make burner accounts. We've seen it before. <laughs> and then there's Oso. All right, All right Alex. Is not me. Oh, oh my. Okay. Oh, On to the next yeah. topic. <laughs> or the next, the next no. new QB. The next quarterback. It's going to be the last one, too. I think this is the most interesting, and nobody's talking about it at all. Yeah. Jacksonville is starting the rookie quarterback out of Oregon State, Jake Lutton. He's a lefty. Another interesting back. There hasn't been a lot of lefties. But the last time Jacksonville threw out a late-round pick from the back 12, he did pretty good. No, he kind of sucks. Played pretty good. not bad. Not bad. I don't think he's as bad. I don't know if he's a franchise guy, but he's a serviceable quarterback. I'd take him over Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, it depends on what the cash is. I mean, if I'm paying... Any of them thirty mil. Well, what is he making? Eight hundred k right now. Something like that. I mean, he's right. Oh, yeah, I'm. Like I'm. Here. I'm pretty excited to see Jake Lutton because I watched a lot of Oregon State games. We know that, Skyler. <laughs> All right, moving on to baseball. Yeah. Do you want me to handle this? Yeah, go ahead. I just want to say on Thursday, all the awards will be announced that haven't been announced already. But yeah. go ahead, Kyle. gold gloves and stuff got announced today, but we're not going to talk about that and make our predictions for every no, single one. That doesn't matter. But. We're going to start off with Manager of the Year. The NL candidates are Don Mattingly, David Ross, and Jace Tingler from the San Diego Padres. My pick for this one's got to be Don Mattingly. I mean, leading that team in Miami, bottom feeders as they call them. It's, it's something great to see for them, even going on to beat the Cubs. Cubs are a team that, I mean, it's their roster should should be winning more games than on they paper, did. On paper, a lot more talented. Yeah, and it, it, being a Miami fan... If I was a Miami fan, I'd be pretty happy with how the season went, for sure. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, I'm going to go with Jay Stingler. Obviously, Mattingly did a great job this year, but the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> the Padres, can not the Cowboys. Can we keep it in? <laughs> yeah, we can keep it in. The, the Padres were so explosive the this year. The Cowboys I mean, are... Obviously, they didn't win their division. The Dodgers did. World Series champs, but 
That's weird to say. Slam Diego. Yeah. It is weird to say. Slam Diego, man. That's I, all Jay Stingler. I believe they had the second best record in the NL, despite being yeah, they did. not a division they winner. They did. Mm-hmm. They were the first. got swept. We got, I got to go with them. I'm going to go Don Mattingly, because that team was not was not supposed to make the postseason at all. Yeah, they were. No, they were no, not. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> they were not. <laughs> Sorry. Even though they got swept, um, he led that. He managed a great team in Miami. A bunch of unsung heroes, but now with they have a rising of Sixto Sanchez and Sandy Alcantara. Sixto's a beast. Yeah, they have a lot of young. Hey, Sandy was already beast. He was an All Star last year. Yeah, they have some rising stars there, and throughout the COVID hiatus, 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 hiatus. He managed around that because that was huge. That took like about that. That took like two weeks out of them, and they recovered well, made the playoffs, and yeah. I think Doc Mattingly should win it for what he's done in Miami and lead that team to playoffs. Yeah, I definitely think uh, Don Mattingly did more with his roster. I think uh, Jay Stingler was a little gifted with the players that he had on his squad. And All right, that's fair. The GM. That's fair. Moving to the AL, it was Kevin Cash from the Tampa Bay Rays. It was Montoyo from the Toronto Blue Jays and Rancheria from... The Chicago White Sox. Yeah, he got fired, but he's my pick hey. to win manager of the year. Really? Dang. With that, that team in Chicago is probably the fun, most fun team to watch. Well, you could baseball. argue he was gifted even more than San Diego. Yeah, but he, took him he out. was making them fun. Yeah. He was making them fun. And uh, I don't think Kevin Cash is going to get it, even though I think Kevin Cash probably deserves it just because of his decision in Game 6 of the World Series to take hey, up. Hey, the regular season award. I know, yeah. but that's not is how it's going to go. After it's definitely done. It's done already. Yeah, it's, already it's, it's done. It's, it's most of them done. did it, you know, right after the regular season. Yeah, but I, I'd say Rancheria. This kind of happened in uh in the NBA before Coach of the Year. I think Dwayne Casey was a guy who got Manager of the Year and then got fired right after that in yeah. uh, Toronto. And then we saw what happened after that when Nick Nurse took over, got them a ring. Who knows? Maybe that will happen in Chicago with Tony La Russa. Yeah. Oh man, interesting. Don't get me started, Tony. Don't get me started on Tony La Russa. Good coach. <laughs> but anyways, I will be taking Kevin Cash. To me, it's it's a no-brainer. You know, he took this roster of nobodies and took them to the World Series. They're not nobodies. They got Randy. Randy Arozarena. I didn't know who Randy was. Uh, the Randy. 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 They got G-Man. G-Man's the best player in the league. Nate, you'll see. They got Willie. Think about Willie it. what? Out of Mazer. Think about it. G-Man is their Scott Hatterberg. All right, they took the money ball <laughs> they idea look exactly the same. <laughs> they took the money ball yeah, idea they and, they di- and they did it better. That's why he deserves. And on the it. East they speak Coast. the same language too, Scar. You know that? What? Shut up. <laughs> hey, G Man speaks all languages. Man, you know, the same one he doesn't. They got Yanny Diaz. I'm going with Cash, and he's probably going to win it. I'm going with Kevin Cash as well. He he managed that team pretty dang well with all the analytics. Even though it's in an- game six, even though analytics did fail him. In Game Six, we'll never know. It's a regular season award, and he deserves it because he went to the World Series. But that's still best record in the AL. Yeah, yep. number one seed. Moving to Rookie of the Year, always a fun uh, award to see the future stars get. In the NL, it was Alec Baum, Devin Williams, a re- reliever from the Milwaukee Brewers, and Jake Cronenworth, second baseman for the San Diego Padres. This is a tough pick for me. I was in. I don't think Baum has a chance to win it because of how good Williams and Cronenworth mm-hmm. were. And I'm going with the reliever of the year, Devin Williams. He's been oh, yeah. he was great for Milwaukee, and even though he got hurt at the end of the year, it 
he was practically unhittable. People could not hit his changeup. Something about it just made it so hitters could not hit it. Jake Cronenworth was a very, very close second with how good he was and came out of the really out of the blue for the San Diego Padres, Michigan man. Uh, went went to Ann Arbor, and he's a great player. I think he played in 53 games for them this year and hit over 300. So great player for the future in San Diego. But Devin Williams is my pick for this award. Yeah, I'm going to go with Devin Williams as well. Like you said, I think he's the best reliever in the league, or he was. He was know, statistic, statistically, he was the best reliever in the league. He had a, a similar season to Andrew Bailey when he won it, and I think the only reliever since then to win Rookie of the Year. And like you said, he's lights out. It's a no-brainer. I like Cronenworth, but no, he's not the Rookie of the Year. I'm going to go with Devin Williams as well. He has nasty stuff, and he's very electric. And he put up very, very good numbers in a tough division and in a tough conference as well. Conference? League. League. League, league. league, league as well. And we're, it's all right. <laughs> we're jumping back and forth with sports. It's all good. Yeah, he's my pick. <laughs> it's not even close. Reliever of the year and rookie of the year Yeah, for Devin Williams. Moving on to the AL, we have uh, Christian Javier, Kyle Lewis, and Luis Robert. Seems Louis like Bob. a two-man award. Louis Bob is a Robert. I'm calling him Robert. I always said I've I always call heard Robert. Robert, but I've always heard Robert, but yeah. I like I prefer Robert. I don't know. Robert. You know, I'm going with Christian Javier for this. Oh no, I'm joking. Uh, I think this is Kyle Lewis's award. He was the one reason why people were watching baseball in Seattle. Kind of put him in a postseason spot. They didn't get there, but they were in the race, which is rare for Seattle and that baseball team. Kyle Lewis was great. He came up a little bit last year as well. Played good for them. And it, he's just a beast, man. He's going to be a presence for that team. Perhaps lead him to a postseason spot in years to come. Oh, yeah. I agree with you, Kyle. I'm going with uh, Kyle Lewis as well. You know, he had a crazy streak of, what, seven homers in, in a week or two weeks or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, um, Start it over. Sorry, guy. No, no, keep it going. Keep it going. You're good. Okay. Um, I lost my notes. <laughs> okay. Kyle Lewis. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Robert had a great year, too, but he wasn't putting up numbers in Seattle where people usually can't hit unless you're Griffey or Ichiro. And I don't like to say it because I'm an Ace fan. Hey, but... wait. Talking about hitters in Seattle, you can't just gloss over Edgar Martinez. All right. Edgar Martinez. Jay Buhner. You good enough? Yeah. All right. So I just had to you know, I hate to say it, but they... Brian Nelson Cruz. He was there for like two years. Don't good. you know Robinson Cano, Skyler? Brian, Brian Nelson Cruz <laughs> is there right now. He, he is deeper in his prime every year he plays. All right. But anyways, guys, they're building something in Seattle. Whether we like it or not, they're going to be pretty fun to watch. Yep. Yeah. And he gets my pick as well, Kyle Lewis. Seattle found a gem in Kyle Lewis. And he's going to be a cornerstone piece for them. Face the franchise for years to come. Like Skyler said, they're building something in Seattle, up northwest. Yeah, it's like almost as tall as the, uh, what's it called? The needle? Yeah, space space needle. Yeah, that's what they have go. a lot of really good outfield prospects coming yeah, due to uh, Jordan Jared Lewis Ke- in that outfield. Jordan Kellenick. Jared Kellenick. Louis Bob was a close second in this, though. He's obviously going to be one of the faces of the MLB for years to come. so fast. He is a bigger Mike Trout. Oh, okay. Whoa. That's his comp, man. That's his comp. Who else is as big as him? 
and you can't compare anyone to Trout. Hits the ball as hard, runs as fast, fields as well. Ronald Acuna. No, Acuna's close. Ronald Acuna's rookie year. But I, I I just feel like it's disrespectful <laughs> to compare anyone to Trout. And no, I don't think it. he's gonna be Trout, but his comp is Trout. If you had to compare him to one person in the MLB, in my opinion. And I believe he won a gold glove today, right? Yes, he did. He did. Yeah. Ober, Laser, Loriano. It's yeah. okay. Moving to Cy Young. Uh, in the NL, we had Trevor Bauer, Jacob DeGrom, and you, Darvish. This is Bauer's year to win it. I think DeGrom is something crazy. We saw in the last game of the year, he's done 102 mile an hour fastballs and 95 mile an hour sliders, which oh, you yeah. just don't see. You, Darvish, had. He had some pitches where they were breaking. His two seam was breaking from the to a righty. Outside part of the plate to the inner half of the plate. Or not inner half, but inside part of the plate. And it's just like, how are you... I don't even know how it's possible. Moving to like at least 12, 15 inches. And, but Bauer, he was just so dominant. He was having fun out there too. Too bad they couldn't do anything in the postseason. Through seven innings, shut out against Atlanta. And they still didn't even put up a run. Yeah, Jacob DeGrom is the best pitcher in the MLB. But Bauer had the better numbers. He's going to get it. They were just as dominant. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm going to give it to Bauer. I'm going to give it to Bauer as well. Darvish did put up pretty excellent numbers in Chicago this year, which is pretty surprising because Darvish, as, as years passed, was not that He struggled the past couple He struggled. And he, I think he was better at home or on the road, something like that. He was really good at home. But this year, it's going to go to Jake. Uh, oh, my God. Trevor Bauer. Sorry. There about we that. go. <laughs> Jake Bauer, the outfielder. Jake Bauer. Uh, Cleveland Indians. Yeah. yeah. He rakes. Going on to the AL, uh, we saw Shane Bieber, uh, Kenta Maeda, and Hinjin Ryu being the finalists. Tell me why you took Shane Bieber. <laughs> because he's the best player in the American League. Case closed. Whoa, whoa. Triple best crown. player? Yes. Best player? Yeah. Have you he's seen Mike Trout? Mike Trout's not. Best pitcher in the he's American League. Yeah, he's still a player in the Have you seen Robbie Grossman right. play? Hey, yo, yo, have you seen Nick Martini, Nick Martini play? Martini play? He, he had the best. Okay, yeah. for you guys that don't know who Nick Martini is, because nobody knows who Nick Martini is, except us. He a home run against a position player in 2018. <laughs> Brett thinks he's amazing. He had a home run in 2019 against the Chicago Cubs to give them the lead with his, family, with his family in the stands. He hit and 300. He's, he's a good been on, <laughs> He does not deserve to not be on a roster. He's been on six teams since... Uh, yeah, he's not good. I'll disagree. So, yeah, moving on. There's that. Okay. I'm pretty sure we all have Shane Bieber. (laughs) How how good was Ryu this year? Because I didn't hear much of him. He was very good. I was surprised to see him up there. He's always been a guy who has a super low ERA, just not the strikeout numbers that a lot of the other guys put up. But he's he's a beast, for sure. Good signing for Toronto. Okay. What they got building over there. Moving to MVP in the NL, we saw Mookie. Perennial, uh, everything. Yeah, he's he's beast. <laughs> he's gonna be in those conversations every single year, year in year out for years to come. Uh, Freddie Freeman, first baseman in uh, yes. Atlanta, and Manny Machado, the third baseman in San Diego. I'm going with MV Freeman. Uh, he deserves it. It's great to see Freddie Freeman go off in Atlanta this year. It's just that it's his time, man. Eleven years in Atlanta, and he finally got a job that. Was perfect for him right there in that team this year. And I think this this is his year to win. Yeah. Freeman's going to win it. 
First time in the NLCS as well for them. Yeah, Freeman's definitely going to win. It was. It was great. You know, obviously that team had a lot of great pitching, but he was the heart and soul. And he deserves it. Yeah. Definitely deserves Mainstay it. Mainstay for that franchise. Mm-hmm. Yep. And moving on to AL MVP, Kyle. All righty. So in the AL MVP, we saw the first baseman for the Chicago White Sox be nominated, Jose Abreu. He's been there for years, uh, kind of like Freeman. He signed out of, I forget what, what country it was, but he never you, played a game in the minors. I believe it was Puerto Rico. Went straight to the MLB and Maybe popped off. Enough. Had his best year. Only person with 60 RBIs in the 60-game season, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, DJ LeMahieu, who is a unrestricted free agent now. And then uh, J-Ram. I doubt it. <laughs> J-Ram, who had a really fr- tough uh, first half. And then really went off in September and the same thing last year. Put him into that conversation. I mean, I gotta go with Abreu. Just like Freddie Freeman, like he deserves it so much. He's been a guy who's been there since they were bad and seen the rebuild come all the way back and full circle. I think it's great for him and I think he's gonna get it. Yeah. He's a tough guy to face in the AL wild card round two. I think he every single time he hit the ball hard. Except for yeah. that. He did, play. he did he did he choke you at bats. Did he man. hit it very hard though? I mean, I'm sure it was hit hard, but no. Joaquim Soria is just the best. For the AL MVP, I'm voting for none of them. Shane Bieber was the best player in the American League this year. He's not on the candidate. Since he's not, I'm going to take a break because of everything you did. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. He's not the best player, though, but he's going to win. Really? Yeah, Mike Trout's the best player. Mike Trout's the best player. The best year. Okay, he what he missed two weeks, three weeks because uh, he had a baby and then was hurt again. Then he had so. dad power. I think I think he missed about two weeks total with those oh, two right. Hey, dad power though, he made up for it. It's gotta be Jose Abreu, even though he did choke two at bats in the wild card game. Just because you hit the ball it's hard, okay. man, doesn't mean you. It's gotta be Abreu though. You not clutch. I can't. I don't know. What to tell you. <laughs> yeah, Jose Abreu, monster year, bat three seventeen. 19 home runs. Pretty. Great statistics. Like Thanks, Skyler. <laughs> Bray, you got a Bray you? Uh, yeah, I got a Bray you in this one. Yeah. Yeah. That leads us to basketball. We're going to switch it up a little bit here. Let's go. NBA draft. Our top five mocks. This is not my topic. I'm going to stay. Might just be Alex one. and I, but uh, with no trades. We think there's probably going to be a couple trades in the top five. Yes. But yeah, it, that's what I said. I've heard some Giannis rumors just today. Oh, he's coming. Yeah, that's to uh, he's city. Coming. Well, with the first pick, I have the Timberwolves taking Anthony Edwards. Number two, the Warriors take Danny Adia. Adiva. Number three, oh, Charlotte takes Wiseman. Number four, Chicago takes Lamelo Ball. Number five, Cleveland takes Onyeka Okungwu. There we go. That's you know, go Skyler. I guess the top four you can coin flip, but I really like Okungwu to Cleveland because. With an extra big man, that makes guys like Kevin Love and Andre Drummond expendable. Free up uh, roster space. Where's Tristan you know? Thompson? He's Cleveland. They have a lot of people there. They got a lot of big They got a lot of big There you Pretty go. Much all their money is in Drummond, uh, Thompson, and Kevin Love. There you yeah, go. Yeah, Trade them all. Seti Osman. That gets a go. <laughs> Colin Sexton. Colin Sexton. 20 points per game. On that team. Uh... Well, debatable. Drummond, Kevin Love is Kevin Love. Love, Love is the best player. Love is definitely. Loves? Yes. Love yeah. can stay healthy. I think. Well, when he's healthy. He's Don't matter. Oh, you mean all twelve games? Yeah. All right. Go ahead, Alex. <laughs> okay, number one, Anthony Edwards. I need consensus at this point. No. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think I say consensus. I, think I don't think anything is guaranteeing no. this. I don't think Lamelo gets no. drafted there because they already have D'Angelo who can't play defense. Lamelo's not that good defender either. Well, he's got the length. He could develop. You got to yeah. remember, he's eighteen years old. It's the same thing with Edwards. He's not well, yeah. considered a great mm-hmm. defender, but his but he's more athleticism, of a fit. You know, Project more, him to be. Yeah. Uh, number two, the Golden State Warriors take Lamelo Ball. It's a really bold prediction. I right that one. Why? Why? Why do we take ball? For a backup point guard with upside. <laughs> Why do we use the number two pick on a backup? Our backup. Well, anyone's going to be a backup. Forward. Anyone's going to be a backup That's on our team. That's why we trade the pick, dog. Okay, what is no, no trades, right? Yeah, no well, trades. Yeah, but realistically, we're trading that. I had to, at first, I had Danny Adiva. I could take, see us taking Danny Adiva. I don't see us taking Wiseman. I think he what goes. What position does Adiva play? He's like, he's six, small forward, right? small forward yeah. wing. wing. I think we could take him. He's not a really good free throw shooter, but he's a ball handler. He's a great ball handler for a bench player for us. And number three, Wiseman goes to Charlotte. They need a big Wiseman man. Wiseman to Charlotte seems like the only consensus in this entire yeah. draft class. And they said Wiseman doesn't want to go to uh, Minnesota, I think. Why yeah. does Wiseman not go to Golden State? Yeah, well, why not, man? I feel like they wouldn't take a center. Because we have a... You like I feel like that's the only much? position they lack without a trade. That might be because they've never used one. I mean, yeah, Marquis Chris was good last year, but if they're looking so. to upgrade a position now and you know, make a run using this draft pick, I think they choose Wiseman at two. That's true. You know, whatever the Warriors pick will show us if they're going to try to retool around the guys we have or try to win now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Number four. Is that Chicago. Chicago takes Denny Adiva, another formidable wing player they need. I think he's up. I think he's an upgrade over... Auto Porter, he could. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. And then Lori Markinen, man. <laughs> the two European guys and their co- the coach that they just hired. Uh, he was part of the Denver staff, I think, that drafted Jokic and mm-hmm. uh, Nurkic. And five, Cleveland takes Obi Toppin, an athletic wing player from Dayton who led his team. Who can't play defense. Yeah, but he could score. So <laughs> either the Warriors taking the Miller or Denny. All right. I think they take Wiseman. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. Fair enough. So where does Ben DiNucci go? That's the real question. To the bench. Never plays another game again. And that leads us back ben out DiNucci's of halftime. McDonald's. Oh, out of halftime, right into the second half, where we're going to talk about Ben DiNucci oh, and his oh, performance on oh. Sunday night versus the Philadelphia Eagles. This guy sucked. Ben there's, DiNucci. There's no way to go around it. He just sucked. He's not going to start next next week against the Steelers. Thank God for him. I mean, he's would not have been a fun game for him, even though it would have been against his hometown team in the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, 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 uh. That's it. Ben DiNucci uh, should not have started this game. He had to start. I mean, I know you guys think Cooper Rush is like complete garbage, but garbage. come on, he's better than Ben DiNucci. Okay, they're still garbage. I'm not saying he's not garbage. Hey, garbage is garbage. I think Janucci was the only option to start this yeah. game. Yeah. When Rush came in, mm-hmm. and I think they just signed Gilbert, Gilbert. to the practice squad yeah. too, like that week. So yeah. <laughs> elevating practice squad quarterback. That's all I have. No one, I mean, I guess the one good thing is people <laughs> stop talking about the Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, they're going to be talked about. They're the Cowboys. I mean, we're talking yeah. about. Can they get Trevor Lawrence? Mm, <laughs> nope. Who knows? Maybe they're in the spot for Zach Wilson or Trey Lance or. Yep, Kaltrask. Kaepernick is still up there. I know it's like well at this like point, like it, about him, but it it'd take a while to put Kaepernick in a spot to play him because 
I mean, there's a whole bunch of press that comes with it, and then there's also, uh, I mean, who even knows if he's in game game ready form? He hasn't been in the NFL in years, and who? Kaepernick. Kaepernick. No, Kaepernick. I, I, I just don't oh. think there's a reason not to take like a shot on a guy like that who's at least shown talent. Should have traded for Fitzy, man. They traded for Fitzy. They're in the playoffs. That's bull. No. Well, it is the NFC. I mean, with the way Carson two and six. played in that game, yeah. well, it's, it's, it's the division leaders three and four. Yeah, they're two. They're four and one, right? Yeah. Carson wins. So it's two and a half. Are they two and a half? Fine. I think no, that's yeah. one and a half. God, can we not talk about the Cowboys? Please? Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> Danucci sucks. Cowboys suck. All right. End we'll of talk, story. We'll talk about a different rookie quarterback. They got drafted couple picks earlier than Ben Danucci. He got drafted first overall and went to the Cincinnati Bengals. We're talking about the LSU legend, Joey Burrow. He had his first big upset against the Tennessee Titans. That game was kind of weird to see. I did not expect that to be a close game at all. Tannehill didn't play well. Derrick Henry did his job. He got to, yeah. did everything that he was asked of, I think. But Joe Burrow, did he just kill the Titans? No, the Titans are dead. Uh, they've had... A COVID scare, a lot of injuries. They just lost to Dory Jackson. But they're bringing in Desmond King, an all-pro defensive back, and returner. I think they'll be all right. I think this is just Joe Burrow showing who Joe Burrow is. You know, we had this conversation last week. I actually picked Cincinnati to cover, just not to win. And, you know, I'm not surprised. I'm not. Joe Burrow's great. And Tennessee, obviously, needed some secondary help. but And pass rush help, too. Yeah, they cut Big Beasley today. Yeah. Uh, That's a big one. They didn't upgrade the pass rush. Like Skyler said, I, I actually expected Cincinnati to score some points because their offense is ranked in the top 10, and, and Tennessee's defense is not that good. In my opinion, secondary is kind of suspect, and like Skyler and I just discussed, their pass rush is non-existent. Except for Jadavian. No, Jadavian hasn't done anything. He hasn't done anything. He's out of sack, I don't think. Well... Yeah. I guess it's just the presence I was feeling. <laughs> Even though the Titans have lost two in a row, I think they should rebounce back this week and pick up a huge win against Chicago. It should be a close game. We'll see. Yeah. But it'll be fine. Sure. Going on to another young quarterback. Oh, boy. Uh, we haven't talked about him yet on this show, but we've talked about him before. This is Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes. I mean, he had some... That pass to Golden Tate to make it a two-point game as, as time expired yesterday was a great pass, but I think about every other pass that he threw yesterday was off. It was bad. It was, off. It was really bad. Uh, the Deion Lewis two-point conversion, uh, he could have thrown it out farther mm-hmm. for Deion Lewis to go get it. He could have thrown it earlier, too. Pass, pass interference, I mean, it's, it's not for us to decide. Yeah. Uh, he missed Sterling Shepard, missed Devin Ingram. Uh, I'm pretty sure he missed Slayton a couple times, yeah, he too. Did. It's he just everybody. He did. How long do they do they just keep on riding this Danny Dimes train, man? Or, or are they just is it crashing soon? You know, he reminds me a lot of Mono Sam when he came back and was just slinging it all over the place. Wouldn't throw the ball away. You know, yeah, I know okay. I make a lot of comparisons to Sam, but I watch a lot of Sam film, so I pick up some things about bad quarterbacks. You know who I see? I get him out of him. Eli, bad Eli. Yeah. Like 40-year-old Eli? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you go from uh, 40-year-old Eli to 20-year-old Daniel Jones, and it's the same thing. It's not Mm -hmm. not really that most ideal. They're going to write him out. They're going to take a tackle next year in the draft, and they're going to try to build around him. If they can't do it, then they decide. But right now with Joe Judge, I think Judge likes him. Yeah, they're in in every game they play, pretty much. 
And but he does make some really really bad decisions. Yeah, if he makes those throws, they win oh, that game by God. ten. I think they've only got one blowout loss, and it was two yeah. the Niners. He made a terrible yeah. interception. His last pick of the game. Both of them are bad. Yeah. But yeah, I think Danny Dimes stays one more year. Next year, next year's his prove it year. Saquon's coming back. Build around that off- the offense. Got, I just got they, some weapons. They got man. some weapons. I think it's going to be important to see what he does with Saquon and a running attack because mm. I mean, yeah, I, mean, I don't think year. anyone really respects Devonta Freeman or Deion Lewis in the running game this year. Yeah, he had Saquon last year though. Gallman, Gallman didn't do that bad. He had all but, the same guys last year. You know, with, with an improved there. offensive line, hopefully using their draft picks, Saquon back. You know, maybe a little bit of pressure off Jones, and he's able to. Yeah. Or do they success? Do they miss on a tackle again? And taking oh, Andrew if they're Thomas taking Penny Sewell, they won't be missing though. That's true, but we've seen Andrew Thomas not play that. Well. He hasn't, but you know he was a lock practically like when I it thought, came to the draft. So that's the thing though, he was a lock at guard. They're trying him at left tackle. I don't think it's going to work if they move him left or right guard. Maybe they can keep him on the offensive line. Zietler's one of the guards, and then Hernandez is the other. So that's right. Those are two pretty big spots already. Yeah, well, Hernandez could be leaving this year though. Yeah, we'll see. Remember that. But if you're the Giants, you kind of got to lock up as many O-line guys. Yeah, or even move him to right tackle. Just, you know, get him away from the... Blind side. From the J.J. Watts of the world. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. So that concludes uh, Where's Your Head At? And it takes us right into layups. Last week, uh, I chose the Pittsburgh Steelers plus five and a half, and they ended up winning that game, covered by about nine points. Mm-hmm. Skyler uh, chose the Rams. The Rams... Uh, <laughs> Minus four against Miami. They ended up losing by 11, I think it they was. They did. That didn't work out. Goff looked horrible. My bad, guys. Yeah, <laughs> Alex ended up getting one right, though. Shout out to Let's him. Let's go. Oh. We could clap on the mic. I don't think Woo. it works. I'll add, I'll add it in later. You'll, you'll hear some clapping. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to pause right little, here for little a little, silence, little, you know? little clap break. What a great applause right there that yeah. was. Good job, Alex. You know, shout out to Alex. That's the uh, in-house studio. You got it right. <laughs> uh, Eagles ended up winning by 14, so good job to him. Good call. And that leads us right into this week. Well, I'm taking the Raiders plus one and a half versus the Chargers. Why are we underdogs? I was really shocked to see the Chargers be favorites in this game, even though it wasn't so far, but home field advantage at this point in the AFC West does not mean too much, except for, I guess, the Chiefs. Because the Chiefs have fans, but the Chargers and the Raiders do not. And even if there was fans... This would be Raiders' home game. Dude, L.A. Right. is That's true. Raiders' town. Uh, I don't know how they put the Chargers as favorites in this game. The Raiders have had some very impressive wins so far, and the Chargers seem to find a way to lose every single game that they They're play. They're probably thinking about the defense. It's probably going to be a high-scoring game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I don't know how you I think we're going to go with it. That's true. I think the Raiders win this game. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I'm going to go with New Orleans, plus 5.5 at Tampa Bay. I like it. Antonio Brown. Chris Godwin, don't care. New Orleans is back. Their Bruce. offenses look pretty good. Breeze has looked so much better. We were bashing him episode one and two. Does this uh, uh, layup include Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders playing, though? I don't think don't so. Don't care. Don't care. Don't care. I mean, they're, they're going to get it done. Okay. I like New Orleans a lot more than Tampa Bay because when when they win games, they'll get the job done. It's, Tampa Bay lets the Giants hang around, and I don't like that. No, it's just one game. Week, right? No. Okay. No, no. So they'll be without a linebacker. Actually, they wait, won't have Alonzo either. Wait, that's true. Or is it six days? Is six to... days include maybe if it's including huh. Monday. We'll see. Who knows? Right. I think I think that would be a big thing because if they don't have Alonzo or Quan, they're going to be missing that linebacker spot. Which 
I don't no. remember Kiko being the super big presence in that though. Yeah, the game's starter, so I mean they're gonna have to go to Mario Davis. Is Alonzo Loney active? I know he's Loney is, yes. Yeah, okay. He no, is. Him, Demario Davis. And question mark. Yeah. We'll see. Alright. Okay, I'm my stick with oh. it though. Go ahead. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, my layup of the week is Houston minus seven at Jacksonville. I think Houston offense. Jake Lund, man. Jake Lund's a beast. Come on, man. <laughs> it, it is a divisional game, but I think Houston has some pieces on offense that will get him above the minus yeah, seven. Since they didn't trade him. Jacksonville by 14, man. <laughs> Jacksonville. <laughs> We're going to be wearing Jake Lutton jerseys on Sunday. Hey, I got a, I got a Jaguar shirt. Yeah, oh. Duval. But yeah, I think Houston gets seven, minus seven on the road. Watson has his four touchdowns on the day. Ooh. Oh. To who? Will Fuller. Twice. Will Fuller. Will Fuller. Will Fuller again. Will Fuller. Will Fuller. And Will Fuller. There we go. Yeah. All right. The Packers will regret not training for him. Yeah. Okay, there's our layups. Let's go into our bold predictions in the closer slash a two-minute drill. Last week, I had the Raiders winning in Cleveland. It really wasn't uh, too much of an upset, but... It wasn't super bold. Getting the job done in Cleveland was something big for that Raiders team. Skyler had a very uh, interesting one with uh, <laughs> Memphis taking down Cincinnati. Oh and Cincinnati, as we said earlier, nope. ended up winning nope. that game by nope. 39 points. Come on, guys. I didn't know Kenneth Gainwell was inactive. Doesn't it matter. It would have mattered, bro. I don't think Gainwell would have ran for 500 yards and five touchdowns. <laughs> or played uh, defense. Yeah, so Skyler went over 2 on his uh, predictions. He assumed the, the Alex role on the show yeah, this week. And Alex... Let's go. Steelers beat Baltimore. Sweet, sweet. I like that as well. As well. I kind of agreed with him there. Uh, yeah, so good job for him there. Yeah, Queen Sweet. And this week, for the first time in the 2020 oh my season, oh my God. the New York Jets will win a football game and it's on Monday Night Football against the New England Patriots, the team that has torched them for 20 straight years. Yeah, I'm mad. <laughs> Okay. You know, hey, 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 I'm not done with my moment. All right. It's going to be your moment on Monday night. <laughs> I think he wants them to lose. He doesn't but want the Pats, The Pats are going to lose this game because they're tanking. The Jets are tanking as well, but Belichick's better than Adam Gase, and he's going to find a way to tank even better than Adam I Gase. Know. I don't know. Adam Gase might be a genius because he got our best player, Mackay Becton, and our second best player, Sam Darnold, re-injured again hey, last week. Let's go. Just before the game. Doesn't matter. Hey, Blacko. Blacko's elite, guys. Okay, he was not really. <laughs> oh my god! Well, <laughs> if Flacco's beat uh, England before in the playoffs, yes, that was the top. Yeah, this is what Cam Newton. Never seen Cam Newton. You know who? Hey, everybody. COVID killed Cam Newton. You know who the only quarterback in NFL history to beat Manning and Brady back to back on the road in the playoffs is Rex Grossman. Nope. Oh. Jeff Fuck. Nope. Mark Sanchez? Yes, sir. Okay. That, yeah, Mark Sanchez that, sucks. The butt fumblers. He was he doing singing uh, now? He's doing Uh actually he's hosting college football game day. Yeah, I think he also did uh like the math singer or something. Probably. So. Yeah, that's what your quarterback's doing now. He sings. All right. Uh well your best quarterback in French. My pick is Colts <laughs> over Baltimore. Baltimore's got Oh man. They had, they had a COVID situation too. Yeah, Patrick Queen, uh, Judon, yeah, and are, Marlon Humphrey. Yeah, they and pos- they said have... possibly seven more starters could be yeah. out. They so are... Humphrey's the only confirmed case, right? That's true. Yeah, but yeah, close contact tracing, mm. 
takes out all those guys, and if they don't have those guys. I mean, <laughs> I plus I line, like Indy's defense. I, so. I think the line will change. I think it's a safe choice. Indy, Indy's one of those teams, though, that the teams that they've played have been really bad. Like they have the worst like strength of schedule so far, or strength of victory in the NFL. I agree. Also, Jonathan Taylor is questionable, but I still think Baltimore without all these guys on defense will help Indy a lot. Yeah. So I'm taking them. My bold prediction is for Miami to capture another win this week over the Arizona Cardinals. I think their defense gets it done. They're going to cause Kyler some problems. It's one of the best defenses in the league against one of the best offenses in the league. This will be a terrible game, everybody. Whoa. 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 What makes you say that? Damn, why are you saying that? <laughs> it's going to be sloppy. Quarterback play. How? Miami confuses Kyler to a rookie going yeah. up against, against anybody. I mean, against Fair enough. I, I agree it will be sloppy. Okay, maybe it won't be a bad game, but it's going to be sloppy. I think it will be an exciting game. Yeah. I think it will. I think yep. it will. Oh, sorry, Kyle. I just realized you know, that was your pick for best. Yeah, game. we're going. I'll I'm so you're done with your. Uh, yeah, I'm done. Okay, I'm yeah. So my best game of the week is that game, Andy versus Arizona. <laughs> I think it's gonna be very fun to watch the yeah, two quarterbacks go at it. You know the idea of young quarterback. I agree. Tua versus Kyler. The defenses are good. I mean, there's some good wide receivers on both teams. Backup running game backs. Game of the century right here, man. Oh, man. I'm actually looking forward to uh, DeAndre Hopkins going up against those corners. Yeah, Miami. Byron Jones. And then Xavier Howard. Been no, it'd be agony? Yes, sure. And then yeah. Parker and Williams going up against Murphy and Oh, Pat I mean, D-Hop's a little... Yeah, yeah, okay. Buda Baker right. in that Cardinal secondary. Yeah, it's going to be a good game. Well, my pick, best game of the weekend, will be number nine BYU at... Number 21, Boise State. I know What's what you're thinking. Line? I think it's BYU minus three. Really? Yeah. It's at Boise. Let me check it's this real Boise. quick. Let's get a confirmation. All right. Uh, let's go to NCAA scores. <laughs> it's loading. Yeah, scroll down. We got... Come on, Jamie. Dude, this, where the fuck is this? <laughs> oh, it's on Friday. Yeah, it went down to Saturday. Oh, it is three. I'm kind of surprised about that. Well, that sucks, Kyler. Guys, maybe they're colorblind, can't see blue. <laughs> obviously, field, by the way, that field is disgusting. <laughs> obviously, Boise State's lost pretty much their entire defense through either the draft or graduation and going to the, going to the spring league. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> but hey, this is the best defense by far. Zach Wilson has faced. And it's going to be interesting. He did seeing he did. you know if he can get the job done and blow out Boise, that'll confirm the first round talent. Of Zach Wilson, I think. Well, it's kind of be fun to see. Scott, I'm sorry. Boise's going to see their way out of the top 25 this week. I mean, I don't think they're going to win. <laughs> they probably have a backup quarterback, but it'll still be a good game. Okay. Okay, my best game I'm looking for is at the end of the night on Sunday Night Football. Saints going to Tampa Bay. Division leaders, Tampa Bay, host the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans. Yeah. And Mardi Gras. It's going to be a good game. They're both battling. Breeze and Brady are going back and forth for most all-time passing touchdowns. Yeah. Yep. As of right now, AB is coming back. He's back finally. Not finally. How much do you think he plays? Like 15, 20 snaps. He might I catch a touchdown. He's... I don't. I don't freaking know. <laughs> One catch, thirteen yards for a touchdown. <laughs> I got two catches, twenty-seven yards. Okay. I bet he scores a touchdown. I bet he scores. I think Brady wants. 
I mean, his first game in New England, he scored a touchdown. I don't think he had that many catches. That's true. But he did that, score that could be AV's. I think it's, think it's going to be a very similar performance to what we saw mm-hmm. in New England. That could be AV's just like stats for the year. Like Brett just said, like in New England, he didn't get a lot of catches that one game. There's one game, man. Yeah, I know, but they're a bunch of mouths feed. You get 60 yards a that's game. That's, that's the only problem I see with that is that they have two very good red zone targets with Gronk and, and Mike Evans. Yeah. So I think mm-hmm. if he does score a touchdown, it's Plus, probably around they're backs. 20 yard range. Yeah, Fournette and Rojo. Yeah. I mean, I'm Lejean McCoy. And RJ3. Don't they forget have, about him. Sam what? Darnold's running back. A ton of weapons. RJ3. 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 Rojo. Oh. Yeah. I said that, Ronald. Rojo. Yeah, we said Rojo. Rojo. Okay, Rojo. Yeah. But, anyways, that was a show. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Happy Super Tuesday, everybody. Super Tuesday. Stay safe. Uh, yeah, stay safe. Seeing all these polls. Stay away go. from the riots. Uh, yeah, if there are some. Uh, get boarded up in your house. Put the plywood around it. Get a fire extinguisher nearby. Yeah. Who yes, knows? Sir. Maybe some arson will happen. <laughs> I guarantee it will. Uh, we'll, we'll see you next Tuesday, everybody. Go Jets. Ah, uh, God. Yeah.